ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Oh, the voices of a me. 
in your hands. What a blessing. What a blessing. Amen. Shall we bow our heads and pray? Father, we are grateful to you for the privilege to be in your presence today. We ask for light and understanding and the blessing of your word to guide us in all we do. We are grateful for the beautiful privilege of being in your presence. Bless us With your great word. With your great word. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, and you may please be seated. We are slowly entering the Christmas mode and mood. And um, tomorrow... We are having our Christmas service. It's tomorrow is Christmas Day, 25th of December. And in keeping with our tradition, we will have a very beautiful Christmas service, one service for all of us together and um, that will be at 8.30 so other services will be coming here and I want to encourage you to be early 
so that you can get a ringside seat. It's going to be beautiful. Clap your hands for Jesus. We had a wonderful carol service last week, Tuesday. And we'll be having our Christmas service tomorrow. So today, um, I'm not sharing a Christmas message. The Christmas message for us will be tomorrow. But um, I want to continue on from what I began to share last week Sunday. Those of us who were here last week Sunday will remember that I taught on thanksgiving. Amen. Why we must give thanks. Why we must give thanks. And I want to ask you to get the message and listen to it. You know, please let me say something that is very important. You need as a Christian to give place to the word of God. To the word of God in your life. Maybe I'll talk about it tomorrow. I think I'll talk about it tomorrow. It's very important for you to create room for the word of God. Just as in your house, there's room for shoes and tomatoes and your deep freezer and room for things. There must be room in your life for the word of God. Because your life cannot depend only on what you learned in school. Core maths, RME, pre-tech, and all that. In the beginning, God spoke. God spoke. And the world as we see it now is a product of the spoken word, the commands that were given through the word of God, the voice of God. That is what has given us what we have. So clearly, the word of God has a place. It can create something for you. It can build something for you. It can give you something. So there must be special arrangements in your life for the word of God. Whether you studied engineering or chemistry or masonry or catering, there must be space in your life for the word of God. And I think I will hear about it tomorrow, Christmas Day. You know, so when I say that, get last week's message, I mean exactly that. Get last week's message. And listen to it. It can give you what a degree will not give you. A degree cannot give you what a moment with the word of God will give you. So today, I'm still on thanksgiving. But I'm sharing with you just one of the many ways we thank God. 
there are many ways you can thank someone. I think I told you the story of my friend in Volta Hall. I went to eat in her room. Was it a service? Yes. And I told her, said thank you. I said I wish I had other ways of thanking her because it was a very good meal. And she asked me, do you really want to thank me well for the food I have given you? I said yes. I really want to show my appreciation. Whatever you want, I will give you. And she asked again, are you sure of what you are saying? That you want to appreciate me for the food? You didn't come here expecting food. But when I saw your face, you looked hungry. And I've given you what you were not expecting. I said, I want to know how I can thank you. And she pointed to the balcony. She said, if you want to thank me, and you really mean it, then go and wash the plates. So apparently for her, words were not, were at the bottom of her list. Words. And it's true. If you are at a certain level, you are operating at a certain level, you don't really pay attention to words because there are people who have a lot of words. You know, there are a lot of words, but it's just empty. Nothing much to the words. So you just look at it and you just give a reply. But you know that it's just words. Because it's the actions, like washing of plates. Washing, like you take the plate, you wash. You've eaten. If, if you, maybe another lady would want something else. But for her... Help me to clean up. That's a real appreciation. Not just, you know, English grammar. So today I'm selecting just one of the ways of thanking God. Amen. And, and, and the message I, I am sharing with you this morning is titled, The Blessing of Acknowledging God Always. The Blessing of Acknowledging it is one of the ways to show gratitude to God. Acknowledging a person. Like, like if we were here, as we are here in this service, my mother who sold her clothes, her things to take me to school, went to beg for money to send me to Form 1. You know, once in a, in a rare occasion she comes into the service, I may not have money for her or buy her a car, but to acknowledge that my mother is in the service. My mother is in the service. That please, um, my mother is here today, and uh, shall we acknowledge her with a hand clap? Mommy, please stand to your feet. Yes, and please wave. That's, that's my mother, please. God bless you. Thank you. You to sit down. You like France too much. Ah, you have waved. You are still standing there and you are waving. <laughs> she likes mommy too much. Say amen. I've not given her money. I've, just by acknowledging her is a way of showing my gratitude to her. That's all. Yeah. That's why even when there are certain meetings and certain conferences and, you know, it's very important for the convener or the host to make sure certain people are acknowledged. Yes. But they will not acknowledge you because you, you've, you've done nothing. But certain people, you make sure they have a, so that they have a list and they read the names. Let's, uh, that the MP for this area, that this, that this, I mean, certain way, a certain type of appreciation. Hallelujah. So, so, Acknowledging God is one of the ways to show gratitude to God. Proverbs 3, 4. 
Yes. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And lean not unto thine own understanding. Glory to God. Verse 6. In all thy ways. Acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. And you are in turn going to enjoy the blessing of directed paths. In all, this is one of the scriptures you can find in the Bible that deal with gratitude. Acknowledging the existence of God in your life. It's one of the ways to say thank you. To appreciate God in all your ways. Acknowledge Him. So today, I want to talk about the blessing of acknowledging God. Glory to God. So if you will join me to read a very... I'll be jumping because it's quite a story. Genesis 28, verse number 11, glory to God. Talking about Jacob, the patriarch. And he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night. Because the sun was set and he took of the stones of that place and put them for his pillows and lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed. And behold, a ladder set upon the earth the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending upon it. And behold, the Lord stood above it. And said, I am the Lord God of Abraham thy father. And the God of Isaac. The land whereon thou liest, to thee will I give it. And to thy seed. And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth. And thou shalt spread abroad to the west, to the east, north, and south. And in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Behold, I am with you. I will keep you in all places where you go. Verse 16. Now, this is it. This is where the boys are separated from the men. It's a short message, so just pay attention. When Jacob woke up, he didn't just take his suitcase and just walk off. As many of us would have done. You can imagine how many times in one's lifetime you will have such a dream of seeing angels climbing a ladder and descending. And at the top of the ladder, God is standing there speaking. These are rare moments. Rare. You can have a thousand dreams, but one, only one or two will come to this level of you know, revelation of God. And that is why, you remember last week I mentioned one of the reasons why you must be grateful is that when you are grateful, you are guaranteed more. More. Like the leper who came, the Samaritan leper who returned, 
he got more than healing. He got wholeness. Whole is different from heal. So many of us are stagnating in life, are unable to advance, no matter the gimmicks and the interventions you introduce into your life. There is still, there is still, there is still stagnation. You know, because you are ungrateful. Many of us have had amazing experiences. Now, now, remember, unlike last week, where I was, you know, straying into mother and father and your boss and some people who have been good. Today, I'm talking about God. I ain't talking about your mother or your father. I'm talking about God. Don't be confused at all. I'm speaking about God. And I'm talking to you about God. That in your life, you must acknowledge not your mother or your father or your uncle. Thank God for them, but God. We honor our father. We respect them. Mother, you, you, you must be careful. You must be very careful. But today's service is dedicated to God. Acknowledge God. Many people just receive privileges, blessings, deliverance, salvation, from God. They get it. They wipe their mouth and they move on. And are ungrateful. Ungrateful. Some of you, God stretched his hands to make you even a leader in the church. You just removed your underwear and poo-pooed on his hand. And walked off. Because you've got what you are looking for. You've got your job. Amazing. But even sitting in church is a major miracle. It's a major blessing. And sitting in church with a wedding ring is even more bizarre. Someone like you is bizarre. And also, when, when you use makeup, Try and get a good mirror with good lighting. It's very important that you get good lighting. That's one of the one of the um, requirements for you know making up as a woman. The light you are using, you can't just make up anywhere. And can because I just saw a dead body. And people will not tell you. But I'm the, if I meet you, I don't want to embarrass you here. But if I meet you, I'll tell you, you look like a cadaver. No, because the last time I saw this face was about 27 years ago. Second year. When I was cutting up dead bodies to learn. That's what, that's the last time I saw such a face. So I'm just, this is just by the side that use light, good lighting. Good light. So let's come back to the subject of acknowledging God. You know, that. What is the blessing? What is the blessing of acknowledging God? I'm going to show you the blessing. Hmm. You, you were there, there was no food God brought you a bed That brought you food You just finished eating You ate it and you just got up And you left Without acknowledging God When Jacob Had this amazing One of the most fantastic visions you have Comparable to those had by 
uh, John the Revelator. When he got up, he did not just take his suitcase and walk away. He acknowledged God. He awake out of his sleep and said, Surely, the Lord is in this place. I made a mistake by not acknowledging the presence of God. I didn't know it. I couldn't detect it properly. But I am now fully aware that God is in this place. And this attitude, this, this one verse, just the, this one solitary verse of acknowledgement of the presence of God. There are many things about God you can acknowledge. His presence, His power, His protection, many things. In this case, He said, the Lord is around here. I mean, which is why you would not even allow a boy to come into your room and touch your body in a certain way in your room because the Lord, you are conscious of the Lord being in the room. You don't have any idea. The kind of miracle that is in your hand in the form of an iPad. That phone, unless you stole it, that phone in your hand is one of the acts of God to bless you. And when you acknowledge God as the source of that phone, you will not use it to watch pornography. The Lord is in this tablet. It was made in China. It's just plastic and uh, uh, no, tricks. You know where the iPad came from. But you can't. This place was just stones and dust. If you really want to see where God is, we can go back to Leviticus, to Exodus, and read about the tabernacle. Not this dusty place. You want to know where God is? Should we stop and now go into how, I mean, where God's presence is the description? The Ark of the Covenant, the shoe bread, the angels, the cherubs. Should we go into that? I mean, do you want to know when God is, I mean, where, where God is, the way the place looks, do you, should we stop this message and now go back into God, where God dwells, where he dwells, you want to know? It's not this place. A place where there's even no tree. Stones and dust. Even the pillow, the pillow he was using was a stone. But Jacob did not need to be in a synagogue or did not need to see the ark of God by the very fact that he dreamt a dream he determined that God is here. He is here in this room. It's stony, it's dusty, it's a desert, it's a wilderness. There's not much there, but God is here. I'm talking about acknowledging God. When of us don't acknowledge God, you eat his promotion. You eat, you, 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 you eat his healing. You eat his marriage. You eat his children. Wipe your mouth. Even where you are staying is a miracle. Yes, where you are staying is a miracle. On a normal day, somebody like you shouldn't own what you have. But you eat the house and then you get up, you just wipe your mouth and you are moving. If you and I have a little time, I'll show you people who went to the same school you attended and couldn't finish. 
you've eaten the degree and you are walking away as if there's no God in your life. But Jacob, you may call him a trickster. You may call him a swindler. You may call him a supplanter. But he, he acknowledged God. Yes, he acknowledged God. So sometimes we are surprised why God likes certain people. Because you don't know what it takes to be liked by God. And one of them is, is when God always sees that you acknowledge him. And even what you did to offend me, I have thought about God and I have mitigated the punishment. I've lowered it. That is it. And from 16, because of verse 16, acknowledgement of God, his behavior was different. A behavior he would never have behaved if he had not fed. The first thing was that God is here. And so, you see, next verse, 17. Let's, let's end the seven. And he was afraid. The reason why there's no fear in you is that you have not yet acknowledged God in the miracle that is sitting in your house. You don't acknowledge God. He was afraid. But you are not afraid. He said, how dreadful is this place? This place is none other. Can you imagine a desert, stony, dusty, dry, no water, nothing. But he, he said, this place is the house of God. You see, following his attitude of thankfulness and acknowledgement of God, he named the place the house of God. He said, this is the gate of heaven. If God is not on your mind, you will not call places like this. If God is not on your mind, your relationship will not be in a certain way. If God is not on your mind, you will not behave a certain way towards your wife. If God is not on your mind, you will not behave a certain way towards your husband. Always, our behavior is a direct result of the level, the degree to which we acknowledge God in our lives. Whether you will fornicate or you will not fornicate depends on your acknowledgement of God. Joseph told Potiphar's wife, God is in this matter. I will not remove my trousers. So I will not sleep with you and sin not, not against Potiphar or Pharaoh. That's why today I'm saying that today's message is not about Potiphar or your father or your mother or your boss or your uncle. Thank God for all of them. I'm talking about God. You don't remain faithful to your wife because you love your wife. There is nothing a woman can do that can prevent a man from becoming unfaithful. Nothing on this... Not, well, maybe there's a new book which is about to be written. Your beauty, your food, your whatever how you, you have dressed the house. There, there's nothing. That, it is in a man to be an explorer and a discoverer. It is in a, in a man. You cannot, even your witchcraft cannot keep a man in your house. Witch. There is nothing a woman has, can do, will do, can perform. Nothing that can keep a man faithful to you. So if you are a man and all you have is your love for your wife or the acknowledgement of your mother-in-law or the acknowledgement of your wife for saying yes to you. If your highest level of acknowledgement is your wife, then you are going to become a goat in town. What stops you like it stopped Joseph? He said, God... When you see a man who has not slept with any woman 
since he married his wife 30 years ago. It's not the woman. Most of the time she is even a witch. It's God. Our highest behavior is from acknowledging God. Highest. The best. Your best behavior comes when you acknowledge God. Hush. When Solomon was building the house of God, he said, this house, this tabernacle is for God. Therefore, we are giving him the best design, the best of everything, because it is for God. Not, not, not a priest, not Zacharias or Abinadab or some Hosea. This house is for God. You see, when God comes into the matter, your behavior is the purest. Your, the purest and the highest. Oh, I feel I'm preaching this morning. What a beautiful Sunday morning. Beautiful. You want to look at your husband to behave? That man, even to meet your need, he doesn't have the capacity to meet your emotional need. If you look at him up and down, you will even snub him or disdain him or just rubbish him. A brother sent me four text snapshots of messages his wife sent to him. I have not seen some before. Yes. And I'm a very old man. I have not seen some since I was born in 1926. I have never. I'm telling you. My eyes almost came out of the sockets. She gave reasons. She gave reasons. You don't meet my emotional needs. You don't do this. You don't do this. You don't do this. So I asked the husband. Can I forward this message to your wife? He said, please do. Because it is, it, we are now at a crisis mode. I forwarded the messages to her. She came to say, I, 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 Bishop, I, 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 didn't, I, I didn't mean it. It's, I was just confused. My, my, my. Yes, yes, When God is on your mind, the blessing of acknowledging God in your life is that it, it, it brings out your best behavior. It suppresses your animal instincts. It, 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 it fades your stupidity. It takes away your self-destruct tendencies. When God is on your mind, you can preserve your ministry. Many of us, the people who fear are your mother, the policeman, your uncle, your, uh, even you fear me. Well, well, it's good to fear me. You have to fear. Because <laughs> one word from me can change your life. Oh yes. I'm telling you. Verse 18. So he rose up. Early in the morning. One of the signs. When you acknowledge God in your life. You wake up early in the morning. When you see somebody. Who wakes up with the goats. Who wakes up with animals. It means the person does not acknowledge God. Whenever you acknowledge God. You wake up early. And spend time with God. When you acknowledge God, you wake up early. You can tell your disregard for God. One of the ways, one of the 16 ways you can tell your disregard for God is when you wake up, the time you wake up. So he rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put for a pillow, for his pillows. And set it up for a pillar. My God. And he poured oil on that pillar. All of these things are emanating from one mindset. That God is in this place. 
If you don't have the mind that God is in this place, you will not do all these things you are doing. Certain sacrifices. This, a man on a desert with oil, he uses it in drops. Oil on a desert, very important. But he took it and he poured it on a stone. You may think he's a fool. You may think he doesn't know what he's doing. But God is on his mind. Verse 19. And he called the name of that place the house of God. That was the name. Because before that, the name of that city was called Luz at first. But he changed it and called it the house of God. Beth house, El, God. God's house, Beth El. Beth Israel, the house of Israel. Beth El, God, house, house, God. That is why certain things haven't changed in your life. Certain names in your life haven't changed. Certain labels haven't changed. Certain attitudes haven't changed. The capacity to change certain names in your life will emanate from your ability to see God first. When you don't see God first, you remain in your past. If you were called loose, you are still called loose. If you were called thief, you are still a thief. If you were called a wee smoker, you are still a wee smoker. If you were ungodly, if you were rude, if you, I mean, any label that, the, the ability to change labels in your life comes from your ability to acknowledge God. That is where you receive power. Most of us are the same. I was sitting here with a lady last week. Here, last week Sunday. One of the most beautiful women in this church. No pimples on her face. Beautiful woman. I mean, the makeup, very nice. Nicely made up. She's here, she's listening to me. I mean, when you see her, you say, this is a human being. This is a human being. As I was touching with her, a lady came. She said hello to me. And when she turned and saw her, she said, you've not had your bath today. I'm, I'm seeing a Miss Area. If you give me 1,000 years, 1,000 years, I will never diagnose. Within six seconds, he said, you've not had your bath. You look like somebody who has not had their bath today. Makeup on her. I said, this is the of two by four chamber and hall girls. Proper woman. Not this chamber and hall. I don't know. I still don't know how she saw it. Last week, seven days ago, And I wish I could call her to give a testimony, but I can't call her. She said, you've not had your bath. I, I said, ah, but how can you say a thing like this about somebody looking so pretty? She said, yes, I've not had my bath. And when you are in a house and you see one cockroach, what does it mean? Or, 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 or you're not a woman. When you see one cockroach passing in a house, what does it mean? My sister, what does it mean? Stand up, what does it mean? There are more cockroaches. So the possibility that there is nothing less than 10 sisters here this morning, especially Hamatan, Ope, Ope, Hamatan morning. Many of you here have not had your bath.
is not on your mind, certain labels will never change. Marriage will not change you. Having children will not change you. Sunday morning will not change you. If you are not bath, and you will still not bath. And you should see the makeup. You may think I'm joking. You know, my stories always sound bizarre. And it's like, I've gone to just, just cook up some preaching story. Bizarre. You won't believe it. Seven days. What's it in here? And yes, I'm speaking now. Some of you, I can see your face. You can't smile because you've not bathed. Acknowledging God can lead to a change. The power to change certain things in your life, certain labels, certain behaviors, certain attitudes, certain things. That power comes only if God is not on your mind. You will be the same. So what is the blessing of, of acknowledging God? It leads to changes, sacrifices that bring blessings, and spirituality. That's all. That's all. You are married. God should be on your mind. I'm telling you. And you won't be the first. And I'm speaking to you. I'm not making a general statement. It's not a preaching. He said, yesterday, a husband and a wife, they sat in front of me. He said, I was preaching on Sunday, and I asked them to stand up, and I told them something. They almost fell. They couldn't believe it. That I had singled them out to, 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 to give such a strong prophetic word to them. So from that day, their marriage changed. They were sat in front of me yesterday. Yesterday. That's what I'm saying. I'm telling you, you in particular, I'm saying that. Be, be, let God be on your mind Otherwise you will spoil your marriage You can take it home I'm saying that Keep God on your mind If I don't keep God on my mind You come, come, come Come Stand here Where in this world Adenta Can you see Many beautiful girls. You forget that some of them haven't passed. But just, just, look, look, where will you find such beautiful girls per square meter? Per square meter, every meter. Look at the girls. Look, can you see them? I can see them. I are they nice? Very nice. Or you are afraid to say they are nice? <laughs> Go and sit down. If I don't have God on my mind, hey! Because why should I have a poultry farm and eat tilapia? Why? <laughs> why? Who will have a poultry farm and eat emani? But I said, when God is on your mind, your behavior is purest, your behavior is the highest, your behavior is the best. And only God, only not your father, not a policeman, not your mother. There is nobody who can make you come out with your best. Acknowledging God. Good times, bad times, evil days. When you are rich, acknowledge God. When you are poor, acknowledge God. When you have a car, acknowledge God. When you have no car, acknowledge God. When you don't have money for transport, acknowledge God. When you have got money for Uber, acknowledge God. When you are sick, acknowledge God. Every day, acknowledge God. In all thy ways, all, 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 all thy ways, acknowledge Him. Job 19, verse 25. Job 19, verse 25. Beautiful. Look at it. 
For I know that my Redeemer liveth. And that he shall stand at the latter day. One day, one day. Today, we don't see him. But one day, one day, I know he will stand. Next verse. 26. And though, though, after my skin, worms destroy this body. This is Job speaking. Worms. Yet, in that same flesh, shall I see God. Even though my marriage is spoiling, even though my, my, my business is going down, even though my church is finishing, even though my health is waning, even though my strength is ebbing, whatever it is, yes, even though worms, worms are eating my flesh, my children are dead, my sons are dead, there is no money, my business is collapsed, even though worms are eating my flesh, my skin, yet in that same flesh, I shall see God. And what was the blessing? You and I know it. Because when you acknowledge God like this, He will bless you. The blessing was clear and clean. He had double at the end of the day. Yes. God, God, you cannot acknowledge God and be bankrupt of ideas. Even when things are going down. Even when things are not as nice as you expect them to be. So even though worms are eating, as I'm sitting here, my, my skin is full of sores, boils, worms are eating me. And there are some of you here, worms are eating your finances. It's not, it's not the best. How your things were in, in, in May, it's not how it is now. There are people today who will not come to church. Because worms are eating their marriage. Worms are eating their money. But there is a man called Job. He stuck with God and acknowledged God not only in good times, but also in bad times. And the, at the end of the day, the Lord gave him double. When you acknowledge God, my dear friends, today, that's all I came to tell you. Yes. Always. If God is on your mind, you will not sit with your classmates. And be watching precursor. That's what they call pornography. In the schools. During break time. They precursor. If God, no, if God is on, on your mind, you won't join them. If God is on your mind, you'll not be in a relationship with somebody's husband. You've not been in a relationship with an unbeliever. Having sex, he gives you money that you use to make your hair and buy your things and your shoes. You come to church nicely as if, as if you are a normal girl. But you, 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 are actually, you are actually a Judas. You have sold God for 30 pieces of silver. You have sold your holiness for makeup and hair and a bag. You are a Judas. If God is on your mind, if you, if I see to acknowledge means to, 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 to take notes of God's presence. If He is there, you won't steal your boss's money. You won't sell what you must not sell when your boss is not there. Always, always. In the Old Testament, we see it in Proverbs three, five and six. But in the New Testament. We see it in Acts chapter 2, verse 25. Look at it. For David speaketh concerning him. He said, I foresaw the Lord always before my face. Always. For he is on my right hand that I should not be moved. My God and my Lord and my Father, my God. I, I, I foresaw the Lord. I saw him before my face always. That is, God was a picture in front of me always. 
not only he, is he in front of me, he is also on my right side. If God is on your right side and is in front of you, you won't talk anyhow to your wife. And therefore, because God is always in front of me, I will not be moved. I will remain. You see, this is what I was saying. If he is always before you, you will not be moved from your bed. Yeah, because something can move you from your bed. You can wake up one day, you are not lying on your marital bed. Look at my face carefully. I'm speaking to you. Movement, being moved from that chair in the office. Being moved. So, so, some people, as we are speaking, they have been moved from their office to James Fort. Asha Fort prison. Uh, in Sawan prison. Because God is not on your mind. He's not before your face. He's not on your right hand. So, so you did something that moved you from your chair in town to police, police station. But when God is always before you, nothing moves you. You don't be moved. Sin cannot move you. Evil cannot because God is on your. God is before you. God is before you. It is when you stop seeing God, and I love it. And he was quoting David. He said, David said about God. Quoting David. He said, the Lord was always, not weekends or Sundays. Some of you, it's only on Sundays that the Lord is before your face. But the Lord was always before my face. And therefore, I shall not be moved. Stand to your feet. May nothing move you in 2018. <laughs> May your address not change. May your blessings not be neutralized. May God acknowledge him. Let him always be before your face. He should be a picture in front of you. You will remain in that office. You will drive that car. Lift your hands and just thank God for what you've heard today. Oh, thank you. I foresaw the Lord always before my face. For he is on my right hand. And I will not be moved. Oh, yes. Thank you. Shamada My sister, if the Lord is before your face, you will not wear that dress. You will not step out of your room in that dress if the Lord is before your face I foresaw the Lord Father we bless you what a privilege what a blessing and every eye closed and every head bowed as we end the service. I want to pray for anyone here today who is not born again. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. If you are here, your friend invited you to church this Sunday morning. You are not born again. Wherever you are, just lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. Lift your hand high. I want to pray for you to be born again. To receive Jesus. Every eye closed. If you want to receive Jesus Christ into your life, lift your hand. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. Father, we are grateful for this privilege to be in your presence. We thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank 
thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.